presents On the Rubber. A look at both teams' pitching numbers is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. And Mason Olsen is coming out for the seventh inning. He's thrown 105 pitches through six, and he's coming out for the seventh. It's his high pitch count day of the year. It's his long inning count of the year, and his day continues into the seventh inning. Mason Olsen today through six has given up six runs, six hits, four runs, all earned. Has struck out eight and walked four. As he gets a 1-0 count going to 1-1 one and one on the called strike of Dalton Mayshore here in the seventh. And now up to 108 pitches with his next pitch thrown. That's Mason Olson's day on the hill. The 1-1, swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes. St. Mary's pitching. Three pitchers combined to go six complete. Six hits, four runs, all earned. Seven strikeouts, three walks. And 86 pitches thrown, no hit batsman. That's on the rubber, brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. The 1-2. Just missing away. Off speed at 80 from Mason. And two balls, two strikes to Dalton Mayshore. Jake Porter is ready to go in the BYU bullpen. If and when he gets that call, he's been warm for about an inning, plus 2-2. And that'll be a grounder just up the middle beyond the diving glove of Chad Collins. Shortstop and stretching for two and in with a heads-up double. That was a slow-rolling single that Call had a shot at, and going for two the whole way was Mayshore, and he's on second base. It looked like a typical single ball as it rolled between second and short into left center, but Mayshore was digging and gets in with the leadoff double for St. Mary's here in the top of the seventh. Hmm. So runner in scoring position now for... Gavin Napier. Napier walked and scored in the first, grounded out in the second, struck out looking in the fourth. Lays down a bunt, and they're going to try and get the lead man at third, and they got him. Well done. Mason Olsen fielded the bunt, threw to Deming, and Deming got the lead runner, Mayshore. So Mayshore is retired on the 1-5, and reaching on the fielder's choice is Napier, and he's at first now with one out. Now the umpires are meeting. What are they discussing here? Runner still at third, Mayshore, but that appeared to be a pretty simple play in terms of a tag out by Deming. Was there something we missed on the play? The throw was well ahead of the runner, but that runner, Mayshore, is still standing on third as if I'm not going anywhere. And they're coming to the monitor now. So are they going to say that on the pop-up, Mayshore avoided the tag at third? The umpires are coming to take a look at this. It was a bunt laid down by Napier. Jumping off the hill to field it was Mason Olsen. He threw to Deming at third to get the lead runner, and the throw is in plenty of time. And are they going to say that by popping his leg up, he avoided the tag? And immediately the third base coach, Jack Meggs, wanted to go to the monitor on this because he saw Mayshore come in and pop up and maybe lift a leg over the tag attempt by Austin Deming. Again, the throw is in plenty of time. It had him beat, but the way he slid and popped up with the slide, they say may have got him into third safely. And so you've got Mayshore still standing on third. The third base coach convinced they made the play. And he immediately signaled for a review to the third base coach. And so they're now at the monitor taking a look here. 
And this is huge. This goes from one out man on first to no out and runners on the corners if the call's overturned at third base. Right now, it's a 1-5 fielder's choice out with Napier reaching. Mm. We're in the top of the seventh. 4-4 the score. BYU's being out hit 7-6 at the moment. So Dalton Mayshore from second with a leadoff double was beat to third by the throw. But as he slid and popped up, they're trying to say he stabbed a leg in over the tag or around the tag of Austin Deming. And it's a long look at the monitor. And by the way, we've now got sunshine. The shadows continue to be cast here at Miller Field. It's not warm, but it's, in terms of the sky's complexion, much better than it was before. And they do confirm the out at third. So that's good news for BYU. So after a long review, home plate umpire Heath Jones makes the outside, and the Kooks have an out here in the top of the seventh. And Napier aboard at first, but no longer runners on the corner. So it goes as the 1-5. And on the fielder's choice, Gavin Napier is at first base. Christian Almanza has struck out in each of his at-bats today. 0 for 3. A high ball one from Mason Olsen. He had, to, he had to wait a good three minutes here between pitches, if not longer, on this cold day here in Provo, Utah. And Mason Olsen just threw his 112th pitch for ball one. He'll throw over to first. I'm not sure that any BYU pitchers had more than 112 pitches this year. I know that Roby got into the hundreds at one point, but that's, yeah, Roby at 102. And so this is a new high pitch count for any BYU thrower this year. And that's a swing and a miss to even the count at one and one. Off speed, swing, and waving through it as Almanza. Almanza struck out looking in the first, rather swinging in the first, looking in the third, swinging in the fifth. Almanza with his 25th strikeout leads the Gales in that category. A steal attempt and a great throw by Parker Goff to Chad Call. Gets Napier at second. And now it's no runners and two out for BYU. On the pitch to Almanza for ball two, popping up was Goff and a perfect throw to call. A strike at second, and Napier is retired attempting to steal. And it's a swing and a miss from Almanza, and now the Cougs are a strike out of getting out of this inning with no damage done. Two balls, two strikes, two out, and no one on. And Almanza is a strike away from a four strikeout and four at-bats. The 2-2. And he fouls it into the St. Mary's dugout off a hop. Almanza already led the team in Ks with 22 on the year coming in two today. Now up to 25. With three Ks in three plate appearances. The 2-2. And that is striped. That will get down. Down the first baseline. Into the right field corner. Extra bases for Almanza. And he will hold with a stand-up double. But those plays on the base is now huge for BYU. As the out at third was confirmed on a review and then a caught stealing. Takes that Almanza double out of RBI territory. And so it is a two-out double. And that will now do it for Mason Olsen. But a heck of a day on the hill for BYU's left-handed starter. After a 118-pitch day, a new team high. And for Mason, a new career high. Six and two-thirds innings pitched. He'll come out in a 4-4 ball game. 
So a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. The new BYU pitcher in a minute on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. When was the last time you truly thought about your checking account? Can't recall? That's because most checking accounts... For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. It's PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And Jake Porter makes his team-leading 12th appearance of the year. He's gone 12 and two-thirds, including two innings pitched on Tuesday night against UVU. Two really good innings. Gave up one hit, struck out three, no walks issued through 26 pitches, dropped a ZRA under five. He's at 4.97 on the year. Jake on the year has given up 14 hits in those 12 and two-thirds, seven runs, all of them earned, has struck out eight, and walked three. So Jake Porter replaces Mason Olsen. Olsen went six and two-thirds, 118 pitches, eight hits, four runs, all earned, struck out eight, walked four, no-hit batsman, and gives way to Jake Porter. With two outs and one on here in the top of the seventh, the runner on base is Christian Almanza with a two-out double for St. Mary's. The Gales and Cougs tied at four. The Gales four runs on eight hits. BYU four runs on six hits. PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. The PZ Printing pitching change. First batter Porter will face is Coleman Schmidt, the left fielder. A one-for-two day today. His last at-bat was a solo home run to tie this game in the fifth. And Porter delivers ball one to Schmidt. Home run number four on the year for Schmidt. He walked and scored in the first, struck out looking in the third, and that solo blast in the fifth. He bats now in the seventh, two gone and one on. The one on is Almanza at second. Takes his lead, and that is driven to the power alley and left. Gamble's going to go back and to the wall and watch that go into the bark chips. And that's a two-run shot to give the Gales a two-run lead. Schmidt with his second home run and as many at-bats. RBIs two and three on the day for Schmidt. His fifth home run of the year, second on the day. And a two-run home run makes it Gales six and Cougars four. Scoring is Almanza from second. Coleman Schmidt, two prodigious blasts to left field in the fifth and the seventh. And just like that, the Cougs go from a tie ball game to trailing 6-4. Up the middle. Handled by Call, ranging to his left, fires to first on a 6-3 ground out. BYU is out of the inning, but not before. The Gales scored two on three hits. There were no errors, and no one left on. We go bottom seven, time for the seventh inning stretch. Brought to you by Mountain America. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Gales six and BYU four on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. St. Mary six and BYU four is our score. As Jake Porter comes in after a 118-pitch day from Mason Olsen, Porter comes in and gives up a game trailing now. Two-run home run from Coleman Schmidt. BYU trailing 6-4, bottom seven. The Cougs lead things off here with the top of the order, Ozzie Pratt, facing a new pitcher for St. Mary's, David Thomas. Jersey number 26, the right-hander David Thomas enters. In the game, his team leads by two. And Thomas is seeing his first action of the season. First appearance of the year. The 2-0, quickly to Pratt. 
And that's low for ball three. So three straight balls out of the pen for Thomas in his first appearance. 3-0. Ozzie in take mode here with the bases clear. Top of the order and first batter of the seventh inning is Ozzie Pratt. And that'll be inside, but catching the edge for strike one, three and one. So how big was Mason Olsen's 118 pitch count today? Well, before that, the high on the year was Bryce Robinson's 102. And then you get a pair of 92s as Ozzie takes a five-pitch walk. 92 from Cutter Clausen at La Tech. And 92 from Ben Hansen at La Tech. So Mason Olsen far and away, the high pitch number on the year. Tate Gamble uh, Batson takes a called strike. Low and in, 88 mile per hour slider from, or fastball from David Thomas. So Tate Gamble batting with Ozzie Pratt on first. Ozzie's reached twice, but no hits on the day. So his hit streak is holding at five. He struck out in the third after flying out in the first. Then a fielder's choice reach in the fourth and a base on balls here in the seventh. Pratt on first, taking his lead. And Tate Gamble's in a 1-1 count with David Thomas. No one gone. Bottom seven. BYU down two, six to four. That's lifted in the air to left field. Coleman Schmidt settling under it and making the catch for one out. And Pratt retreats to first. Austin Deming. A three RBI double in the third. Cleared the bases. He sandwiches that at bat with a fly out to right in the first and a fly out to center in the fifth. So one for three day for Austin Deming. And he can tie the game with a single swing. BYU's home runs leader at seven on the year and BYU homerless on the day having homered in the last 12 coming in two today. And that's it opposite field. That's going to get down on the power alley in right to the wall. Deming extra bases, rounding third, is Ozzie Pratt. He will score easily as Austin Deming has his fourth RBI of the day, 26th of the season. The Cougars' RBI leader makes it a one-run ball game. Deming with a double to the power alley in right, and Ozzie Pratt scores all the way from first. It's 6-5, to five, BYU down one, and Deming on second and one out for BYU here in the seventh. Ryan Sapiti, who brought home Austin Deming, with an RBI double in the third. Bats now in the seventh. On a two-for-three day is Sapiti. Sapiti now with his ninth multi-hit game of the year this season. Today, he's got the ninth. A swing and a miss by Sapiti on the off-speed offering from Thomas. So Deming, RBI double. His second RBI double of the year. His 11th double to lead BYU in that category. Doubled home three in the third. And doubles home a single run here in the seventh. 6-5, BYU in the comeback trail. The 0-1 to Sapiti. And that's striped. It's going to get down on a hop to left field. Deming will reach third and hold. Runners on the corners now and one out. Sack flies in play for Luke Anderson. Ryan Sapiti with hits in three consecutive at-bats after a 5-3 ground out in the second, which could have been an infield single that was hit so sharply. He doubles, singles, and singles. 
in his last three games, Ryan Sapiti is now 7 for 11. As we have a mound visit for St. Mary's, David Thomas' first appearance of the year not going well. It's 6-5, and now runners on the corners and one out. Here in the bottom of the seventh, Cougs look to take a lead. The go-ahead run is at first. The tying run is at third. And the insurance runs at the plate. And Luke Anderson came in as a pinch hitter in the third for Safayat Mawai. Empty count, one out and two on. St. Mary's six and BYU five. The Gales have six runs on nine hits. BYU five runs on eight hits. And neither team has committed an error yet. BYU and St. Mary's, the only WCC game going on today. The rest of the series will start tomorrow. And the Cougs will hope that tomorrow they get in game two of their three-game set with the Gales. Game set for 3 o'clock tomorrow and noon on Saturday. Then at Utah Valley next Tuesday. Then a series at Gonzaga starts next uh, Thursday. Luke Anderson waggles the bat over his right shoulder. Has to step back from ball one. Fastball inside at 87 from Thomas. David Thomas, the right-hander, the fourth pitcher used by St. Mary's today. Cougs have gone with only two. Mason Olson and Jake Porter. Porter gave up the two-run home run that put the Gales in the lead 6-4. to four. It's now 6-5, bottom seven. One ball, no strikes. Thomas winds and fires, and that's high and outside, but enough of the frame for strike one. Mm. Fastball at 88, paint job by Thomas. Deming is at third. Sapiti is at first. Back-to-back hits for those two. A throw over to first. Retreating easily is Sapiti. Luke Anderson batting 194 on the year. 312 with runners and 273 with runners in scoring position. And he has one at third. And Austin Deming. A cold, sunshiny day now here in Provo as that's a breaking ball dropping in at 81 for strike two. One ball, two strikes to Anderson. On deck is Jacob Wilk. 0 for 2 today with a couple of Ks and a base on balls. But home run power, four dingers on the year for Jacob Wilk. The 1-2. And that's grounded foul down the third baseline. Grounded right to Brent Herring. BYU's third baseman coach. The third base coach makes the play in the box. One ball, two strikes, one out, two on. The two on are Deming at third, Sapiti at first. Luke Anderson. Right-handed hitter, right-handed thrower. And that's driven to left, a one-hopper to left field. It'll score the tying run. Sapiti will hold it second. It's an RBI single for Luke Anderson. Back-to-back-to-back hits for BYU. And the game has been tied at six here in the bottom of the seventh. For Luke Anderson, that's RBI number three on the year. Austin Deming scores his second run of the day and 20th of the year. Second to Cole Gamble's 22 runs scored. We're tied 6-6. Both teams score two here in the seventh. That will be the day for David Thomas. We'll come back in a minute with a new St. Mary's pitcher in a 6-6 ball game on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg Rubel. Bottom of the seventh in a 6-6 ball game. Both teams six runs on nine hits. We have a new St. Mary's pitcher. Ryan Wiltsey enters the contest with one out and two on for BYU. Runners on first and second. Wiltsey making his seventh appearance has five starts on the year. 
So only his second outing out of the pen. Wiltsey on the year has gone 18 and a third. His last four appearances were all starts. He's given up 22 hits, 21 runs, 18 of them earned. Has struck out a 2 to 1 ratio. Strikeout 16 and walks 8 on the year. An 8.84 ERA. He's 0 and 5. So looking to recenter himself coming out of the bullpen. The right hander on the hill. Comes in at a 6 6 ball game. He'll face Jacob Wilk. And Wilk hitting with Sapiti on second and Anderson on first. Top of the seventh. After Mason Olsen left with a runner on second, Jake Porter came in, gave up a two-run home run, got a ground out to get the Cougars out of the top of the seventh. It was 6-4 at that point. And here in the bottom of the sixth, the Cougs have scored uh, two themselves. And Ozzie Pratt leadoff walk. He came around to score on an Austin Deming double. And then Deming scored on a Luke Anderson single. And the Deming and Anderson hits were sandwiched around a Sapiti single. So Sapiti is at second and Anderson at first. First and second for Jacob Wilk for 6-6. As back and forth we go here at Miller Park. A wind blowing out to left field on a very chilly afternoon. We had snow flurries earlier. In fact, the snow and wet and conditions on the natural surface behind us at Gale Miller Field canceled the scheduled BYU-Utah State softball game. Baseball got played and we've got precipitation in the forecast around 6. Right now it's 39 degrees. No precip. Wind out to left. And it feels like temperature of 35. Empty count. One out. Two on. And Wilk steps in against Wiltsey. And Wiltsey delivers low and away for ball one at 81 miles per hour. one the count. And a tie ball game. Kick and deal. And holding back was Wilk. They appeal to no avail at first base. Two balls and no strikes. Wiltsey, three-pitch mix. Fastball, 86 to 89. A curve in the high 70s and a change in the low 80s. Right-hander on the hill. Right-handed hitter in the box. The 2-0 from Wiltsey to Wilk. That'll be taken low. Three straight balls out of the pen for Ryan Wiltsey. He's got to make a pitch or load the bases. And BYU's come through with the bases loaded today. BYU one for two with the sacks stacked, and that one for two was a big one. Double drove in three in the third off the bat of Austin Deming. And that's a strike on the outside edge. Slow away corner. Fastball at 88 to stay in the count. Three balls and a strike. One out, two on. Ryan Sapiti on second. Luke Anderson on first. Go-ahead run is in scoring position with one out. And Wilk out in front of that off-speed offering, and that'll be three balls and two strikes on a change at 81 from Wiltsey. Jacob Wilk, two strikeouts and a base on balls today. And he'll take his base. It's low and away on a full count. So missing outside and low was Wiltsey, and Wilk will go to first. Sapiti to third. Anderson to second. And the bases are loaded for Cooper Vest. Vest now on a seven-game hit streak. He took his streak from six to seven with a single in the third. He came around to score as he was the first and tenth batter of an inning in which everybody came around. Cougars batted around, brought 10 to the plate in the third. He was the first and the 10th. Coop does have RBI in five of his last six. 
a prime RBI situation here for BYU's left fielder. He'll take strike one. So Jacob Wilk has walked for the second time today. And he's at first. Anderson second, Sapiti third, bases loaded. BYU on the year, 6 for 21 with the sack stacked. No balls and a strike. Breaker stayed high, one ball, one strike. So 6 for 21 puts BYU batting 286 with the bases loaded this season. Cooper Vest looking for his first at bat, his first hit with the bases loaded. The 1-1 one, one to Vest, one out and three on. One one taken high for ball two. Cooper Vest with the bases loaded this season. Coming in two today. Just one opportunity. 0 for 1. And he's 0 for 2 because he had the sack stacked in the third as well. So 0 for 2 this year. The 2 1. And that's off the handle back to the screen. Foul for two and two. Two balls, two strikes to Vest with one out and the bases loaded. Cougs looking to go ahead here in the bottom of the seventh inning. When the Cougs take a lead to the eighth, they're seven and three on the year. When the Gales trail after seven, they are 0-9. So just getting one across here. We have to battle. The 2-2 and a swing and a miss from Vest. He strikes out, takes the sack fly out of play and brings Chad Call to the plate with the bases remaining loaded. BYU now one for three with the bases loaded. And Cooper Vest has struck out for a second time with the bases loaded today. Eighth batter of the inning is Chad Call. The Cougs have scored two, looking for at least one more. Chad Call walked and scored in the third, grounded out in the fourth, and struck out looking in the sixth. He faces Wiltsy here in the seventh in a 6-6 ball game and takes low for ball one. St. Mary's six runs on nine hits, no errors. BYU six runs, nine hits, and no errors. BYU has not lost a game this year when they've been error-free. BYU 3-0 without an error this year. The skies look foreboding to the west as this game gets late. A swing and a miss from Call to go 1-1. One and one. So the sunshine and shadows of moments ago have disappeared. The wind picks up a little bit, and that weather is coming. Precip forecast for the top of the hour. Got an hour to get this one in. Of course, the game's already official, but we're in a 6-6 ball game, bottom seven. 1-1 one, one count to call. Fouled out of play, opposite field. One ball, two strikes. So Wiltsy is a strike away from getting out of this inning with only two runs across. Pratt scored the first run and Deming the second. Pratt walking and scoring. Deming doubling and scoring here in the seventh. Anderson brought Deming home with an RBI single after Deming brought Pratt home with an RBI double. That's fouled to the screen. Count stays one and two. St. Mary's picked eighth in the WCC preseason poll this year. Second consecutive year they've been picked eighth. They finished ninth last year. Nine and 18 in league. We'll see. Wines and deals. Grounded back to the pitcher. Second baseball will handle and step on second, and the Gales get out of the inning, but two-run score for BYU is eight come to the plate for BYU. It's two runs on three hits. There were no errors, and three were left on. 
Bases loaded, and two batters failed to bring anyone in with the sack stack. We go top eight, 6-6 six, six our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Nick Mastoni leads things off for St. Mary's top eight for the first time this year. St. Mary's is tied after seven innings. It's 6-6, six, six, tie ball game. Both, uh, both teams six runs and nine hits. The 1-0 to Mistoni, 2-0 to Mistoni from Jake Porter. BYU's not won a game when trailing, rather when tied after seven. They're 0-2 in tie ball games through seven. We are into the eighth, and Jake Porter is behind in the count, 2-0. There's action in the BYU bullpen, a lefty and a righty up as Mistoni fouls back out of play for two balls and a strike. The leadoff batter here in the eighth. Mistoni had RBIs in his first two plate appearances, a single driving home two in the first and a single driving home a run in the third. He then had an unusual 9-1 double play in the fifth. A 2-1, and that's going to be his third hit of the day. It gets down in right center. Coming over is Tate Gamble. Keeps Mistoni to a single. So a 3-for-4 day for Mistoni. He flew out to Ryan Sapiti in the fifth. It was a dipping ball on which Sapiti made a diving catch. And there was a runner on first at the time who was already on the run, and he was doubled way off. I mean way off because the runner was already crossed home plate when Sapiti had thrown to Wilk to double off the runner. Either way, after that 9-1 DP, Mistoni leads off the eighth with a single. And now the lead runner's aboard for Blake McDonald. Right-handed hitter, right-handed thrower. Jake Porter throws back to first, getting back in time is Mistoni. St. Mary's two in the first, one in the third, one in the fifth, two in the seventh. BYU four in the third and two in the seventh. 6-6. And the Cougars are now being out-hit 10-9. Cooks got their first win of the year when being out hit on Tuesday against UVU. Mistoni leads. McDonald takes. High ball one. So Boston Mabius is the left-hander up. And Sam Beck is the righty up in the BYU pen. Jake Porter came in after Mason Olsen's 118 pitch day and first battery faced. Porter saw him at a two-run home run. So Porter came in with two out and a runner on second. Coleman Schmidt took him yard to put the Gales up 6-4. to four. Cougars answer with two in the bottom of the frame, seven. Uh, bottom of the seventh, that is. Six dicks now into the eighth. And the lead runner board on Mastoni's single. That's opposite field in the air to Sapiti. Sapiti didn't get the jump and ends up misjudging that fly ball over his head to the wall and right. Mastoni's going to reach third and hold second and third. A fly ball to right, and Sapiti came in the kind of froze, and at that point, the ball was flying over his head. And it will be second and third, and no one out, and St. Mary's threatens to take a lead here in the eighth. That could have been one out and a runner on first. Instead, no one out, and second and third as Mastoni goes first to third, and McDonald reaches second. So the Mastoni single, followed by the ball that was... We'll have to say misjudged, perhaps, by Sapiti in right. And it's now second and third, no one gone, and Jared Medham, the shortstop, will dig in as Parker Goff will converse with Jake Porter on the hill. Sam Beck and Boston Mabius getting ready. So a tie ball game could be untied here in a hurry. Abe Alvarez will come on out and could be the end of the day for Jake Porter. Yep, that'll be it. So it'll be a bullpen visit and a peasy printing pitching change after this. We'll take a break of a minute on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
back at Miller Park, a PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. So BYU will bring in Sam Beck as Jake Porter, after a really strong Tuesday, struggled on Thursday. And Sam Beck inherits two runners in scoring position, no one out in a 6-6 ball game. Sam Beck making his ninth appearance, has gone nine innings, has given up nine hits, six runs, two of them earned, has struck out five and walked four. An ERA pretty tidy, 2.00, one and one record for Sam Beck. So a misjudge in right field by Sapiti allows McDonald to get to second and Mastoni to go first to third. And that's what we've got now. Mastoni on third, McDonald on second, and Jared Medham, the shortstop, due up for St. Mary's. St. Mary's six runs on ten hits. BYU six runs on nine hits. And the first error of the day has been committed by BYU in right field. It's a pretty solid shot to right. And Ryan Sapiti just didn't get the break he needed or the judge he needed as it went over his head. As he came in, I think, before going back. And either way, the ball sailed over his head to the wall, creating this second and third situation. So McDonald reaching on the E9. And Mistoni going first to third on the E9. So Medham, the, the eight-hole hitter with Seth Nager, the nine-hole hitter, on deck in a 6-6 ball game and weather approaching here in Provo. It's been cold and wet but dry for a good couple hours, but there's precipitation in the forecast as we get late. We're top eight, 6-6 ball game. Sam Beck, the right-hander facing the right-handed batting, Medham. First pitch from Beck is off speed and called strike one. On the outside edge, top corner. Last time the Gales were here, they got swept in 2021. They took two of three from BYU last year in Moraga. The 0-1 from Beck to Medham. That's low and away. And sliding out of his crouch is Parker Goff to handle ball one. One ball, one strike, no one out, two on. The runners in scoring position are Mistoni at third, McDonald at second. With runners in scoring position, Medham batting 176. He's 197 on the year. Fouls that to the screen for one ball and two strikes. Met him today. Caught looking in the second. Flew out to right in the third and grounded out 6-3 in the sixth. He bats now in the eighth in a tie ball game. 6-6 our score. Six runs, ten hits St. Mary's. Six runs, nine for BYU. The 1-2. Can Beck get out number one right here? It's a grounder to Deming. It gets past Deming into left field. One run will score, and corners again with no out. Is coming in from third is Mistoni. That ground ball got through the wickets. And Medham will find himself at first. McDonald will go to third. And coming home to score is Mistoni with the go-ahead run, 7-6. to six. And so a tough luck run scored against BYU on a ground ball to third. That may be back-to-back -back errors for BYU be an E5 on Austin. If called that way, he'd be a sixth error of the year. And it is his sixth. And so an E9 followed by an E5 and a run scores. And it's 7-6 to six Gales. Runner still on the corners. And no one out here in the top of the eighth. Gales take a late lead. Beck will throw back over to first. Skipping back is Medham. 
McDonald at third, met him at first, Mistoni's come home, and Seth Nager, the nine-hole hitter, is at bat. And the top of the order due up and still no one out for the Gales as the skies darken and the weather threatens here at Miller Field. Beck facing a corners situation. The bunt laid down. Beck will handle, make the throw to first, a throw low that Wilk handles. And holding at third was McDonald. Met him going to second. And now it's second and third. One out. Two runners in scoring position as Nager is retired 1-3 on the bunt attempt. The sacrifice kept McDonald at third but did allow Medham to reach or to advance, beg your pardon, to second. Now it's top of the order and Dalton Mayshore, the right-handed hitter facing the right-handed throwing, Sam Beck. Empty count and one out, 7-6 Gales, runners at second and third. And that's driven opposite field, deep right field, and that will get to the wall. Scoring from third is McDonald. Rounding third to score is Medham. And a double for Dalton Mayshore. Clears the bases and adds two more for the Gales, who lead 9-6 to six now in the top of the eighth. And that was solidly struck. An RBI double, a two-RBI double for Dalton Mayshore. And the Gales have a three-run lead and still only one out. So, McDonald scoring from third. Metam scoring from second on the Mayshore double. St. Mary's nine and BYU six. The Gales now nine runs on 11 hits. No errors. BYU six runs on nine hits and two errors, and they've been costly here in the eighth. One ball, no strikes. As Beck misses the Napier. Gavin Napier, the next hitter in the two-hole. He'll ground that to short. Call. Backhands it. Dives. There won't be a throw. It'll be an infield single. As advancing to third is Mayshore. Now it's first and third again, and still only one out. So the grounder to short, handled by Call, but after a backhand dive, he pops up and nowhere to go with it. So a single to short. And it's first and third. Mayshore at third, Napier at first, and Christian Almanza, who had back-to-back-to-back strikeouts to begin his day before doubling and scoring in the seventh. And he's due to make amends. He's a great hitter and leads in so many key offensive categories for the Gales. He now bats. But the Gales up 9-6. to six. Crooked numbers for St. Mary's in the first, the seventh, and the eighth innings. If a three-run lead, the Cougs down to their final six outs, but only one out for the Gales here in the top of the eighth. Seventh batter to come to the plate is Almanza. Beck, the righty on the hill, facing the left-handed batting, Almanza, as Beck fakes to first, pivots to third, makes a throw to neither base, as both Mayshore and Napier retreat. Mayshore at third, Napier at first. Almanza in the box and digging in with an empty count, one out and two on. The throw, the swing, the grounder into right field. It's a 3-4 hole single and trotting in is Mayshore with run number 10. And now it's first second as Napier goes to second and Almanza has back-to-back hits after three straight strikeouts to begin his day. It's an RBI single for Almanza. Scoring on the play is Mayshore and it's 10-6 St. Mary's here in the top of the eighth, a four-run eighth so far for the Gales. 
Mayshore scoring on the Almanza single. Almanza's first RBI of the day. And RBI number 15 on the year to lead St. Mary's. First and second, foul to the screen by Coleman Schmidt. Hitting out of the four hole, the cleanup hitter is the eighth hitter of this inning. One gone, four across, and a runner in scoring position in Napier at second. Almanza's at first. Coleman Schmidt hitting 286 with runners in scoring position. 311 on the year. The 0-1 on the foul back to the screen. High for ball one. One ball, one strike. Things getting away from BYU late. They trail 10-6, top eight. The Cougs have not won a game when trailing after eight this year. They're 0-8 when taking a deficit to the ninth. They've got six outs to make up considerable ground here in Provo. 10-6 Gales. The kick and fire from Beck, and that's fouled to the backstop. One ball, two strikes. Back-to-back-to-back singles for St. Mary's after a single led off the inning, and then back-to-back-to-back-to-back errors allowed runners to reach and score in a tough stretch for BYU. One ball, two strikes. Cougars, both uh, both of BYU's errors on the day here in the eighth inning. They were error-free till the eighth. Again, a foul ball back to the screen. One ball, two strikes. The count stays with one gone and two on here in the top of the eighth. And it's, you can't see the Okers now to the west as they're covered by incoming cloud and precip. So things are getting dicey out there weather-wise. Wind blowing out to left. Beck kicks and deals in the dirt. Two and two. I say dirt. It's natural or it's all artificial surface here at Larry H. Miller Field. Gale Miller Field behind us is the natural surface park for softball. And that natural surface uh, led to the cancellation of BYU-Utah State softball earlier today when the snow was flying and accumulating in the outfield. The wet conditions and playing surface not allowing softball to be played, but we play baseball on this heated field here at Larry H. Miller Field. Fouled out of play down the right field line. Two balls, two strikes to Coleman Schmidt. Coleman Schmidt walked and scored in the first. Solo shot in the fifth. And then a two-run home run in the seventh. A two-for-three day, two homers, three RBI for Coleman Schmidt. The 2-2. Back to Schmidt. Righty v. Righty. Grounder. Foul down the third base line. Two balls, two strikes. We stay. BYU's now allowed... 28 runs in the eighth inning. And that is the most that BYU's allowed in any single inning this season. The two ball, two strike delivery from Beck to Schmidt. And that's lifted foul out of play down the right field line. So opponents have scored 26 against BYU in the first, and now 28 in the eighth. BYU's been outscored 32 to 18 in the eighth and ninth innings. Fifty-six to twenty-nine in the seventh to ninth innings. So things get away late on BYU this year. 2-2 2-2 as that's foul back out of play. Two balls, two strikes, one out, and still runners on first and second. 
as this eighth inning continues for St. Mary's. The Kooks have had their late inning issues, and again, they've been present today. Two in the seventh and four in the eighth. After Mason Olson went six complete and pitched 118 pitches today. That's low and away to fill the count. St. Mary's has scored 10 runs for just the second time this year. They're 1-0 when scoring 10 or more. And BYU's allowed double digits. Now nine times on the year. The 3-2. One out, two on. Breaking ball stays high and tight and will fill the bases. So a walk of Schmidt. He'll be at first. Almanza at second and Napier at third and the bases are now loaded for Bill Ralston Bill Ralston's day today one for two with a run scored Ralston 0 for 2 with the bases loaded this season swings and misses for strike one he's the ninth batter to hit here in the eighth inning And it's actually the 10th time that an opponent has scored 10 or more against BYU this year. And that's two swings and two misses for Ralston, 0-2. BYU in allowing 10 or more this year is 1-8. They do have one high-scoring win. It was the 12-11 decision here at home versus Omaha back on March 2nd, three weeks ago today. And that's foul tip back to the screen, stays 0-2. 10-6, St. Mary's leading it here, top eight. It was a 6-6 ball game into the eighth, but four here in the top of the inning. And the Gales have a lead of four on 13 hits. They have their 10 runs. BYU, six runs on nine hits. They have the only two errors on the day. That's ball one, one, two, the count, two. Bill Ralston, batter number nine here in the eighth. BYU batted around in the third. St. Mary's may do the same here in the eighth. Sam Beck on the hill, working first base out of the rubber. Kicks and deals. And misses low. To even the count at 2-2. Two and two. This game is 2 hours and 23 minutes old. It was moved up from 6 to 3 p.m. to beat weather. The 2-2, two -two, low for 3-2. and two. The count is filled with the bases loaded. St. Mary's as a team was 2 for 15 with the bases loaded coming in 2 today. And now 3 for 16. And a bases loaded hit earlier in this game. And that is striped on the ground. Nice play by Wilk. He'll throw to second for one. Back to first and what a double play to get BYU out of a bases loaded jam and the inning. Wilk starts it and finishes it on a 1-6-1 double play. The Cougs go to the bottom of the 8th. But LMU, beg your pardon, St. Mary's in the 8th inning brings... Nine to the plate. They score four runs on four hits. There were two errors and three were left on. St. Mary's 10, BYU 6. Bottom eight next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. After a 3-6-3 DP ends the eighth for BYU on defense, the bottom of the eighth starts with Parker Goff lining a single to center field. And the Cougs have the lead runner aboard here in the bottom of the eighth, trailing by four now at 10-6. So Parker Goff with his second hit of the day. 
and fourth hit of the week. Leadoff single for the top of the order, Ozzie Pratt will now bat. St. Mary scored four in the top of the eighth. Ozzie Pratt lining it to right. The catch made, the double up attempt at first is just late as diving back is Parker Goff. Ozzie Pratt lines out to right to begin rather with one out, with uh, rather with one on here in the eighth. Goof down to their final five outs, trailing at 10 to six. Tate Gamble will now hit. Let's explore the WCC scoreboard brought to you by Explore Utah Valley. Enjoy Utah Valley's food scene in downtown Provo where 50-plus local restaurants provide a wide variety of food experiences. Find your happy here. Learn more at utah-valley.com. Empty count, one out, one on. Tate Gamble tries to lay the bunt down, fouls it on a roller back to the screen. The WCC scoreboard all picks up tomorrow. No games today except this one here in the conference. So tomorrow it'll be LMU at San Francisco. Gonzaga at Pepperdine, San Diego at Santa Clara, Portland at Pacific, and of course game two if they can get it off between BYU and St. Mary's here at Larry H. Miller Field. The 0-1 to Tate Gamble. Inside corner called strike two. So Tate's behind 0-2, Gamble today. An 0-3 day, struck out in the first, walked and scored in the third, lined out to short in the fourth, and flied out to left in the seventh. No balls, two strikes. Missing outside and away is Wiltsy. Wiltsy, most of his work's been done as a starter this year. Coming out of the pen today, pitching effectively. One ball, two strikes, one out, one on. BYU down 10-6, bottom eight here in Provo. Nine came to the plate for St. Mary's in the top of the eighth. That breaking ball is drilled to center field. The center fielder back into the wall, playing it off the wall. Gamble will have a double, and cruising into third will be Parker Goff, who had to hold up a little bit. Goff goes first to third. Gamble goes to second on a double to straightaway center. And the Cougs have something going here with one gone here in the bottom of the eighth. So Tate Gamble on second. Austin Deming will now hit. And he's had a big day, has Austin Deming. Two for four with two runs and four RBI. BYU's RBI leader takes his tally to 26 on the year to pace the Cougs. Empty count, one out, two on. Second and third, two in scoring position for Deming. Opposite field to right field, drifting back to the wall and making the catch is Mayshore. Scoring will be Goff tagging and going to third is Gamble. And so a run scores to make it 10-7. It's an RBI. Sack fly to right for Austin Deming, his fifth RBI of the day. As Gamble will advance to third, and Parker Goff will score on the Deming sack fly. So 10-7 now. And for Austin Deming, a five RBI day. Gamble now at third, two gone for Ryan Sapiti. He can make this a one-run game with one mighty swing. He's had thrits, hits in three straight at-bats, a double in the third, which drove home a run, then singles in the fifth and seventh, after which he was stranded both times. He has four home runs on the year. BYU's down three. With a runner 90 feet away. 10-7 Gales. Sapiti bats with two out and one on. It's Wiltsey. Kicks and fires, and that's low and outside. Two balls, no strikes to Sapiti. Luke Anderson is on deck. Anderson came in early in this one as a pinch hitter in the third for Safaya Mawai. A swing and a miss from Sapiti. Make it two and one. 
Cougs have two errors today. And when the Cougs commit multiple errors, they are 2-10 on the year. And now the precip begins to fall. As we get late in the afternoon, early in the evening, outside for ball three, three balls and a strike. It was like this early, and now it's like this again late. We got the game in so far, at least in the window that appeared most favorable. And it's been cold, but dry for the most part for most of this game. Now it gets damp here in a 3-1 count, two out and one on, bottom eight. BYU's down three. We'll see. Wines and deals. In the dirt, and Sapiti will take his base. So a walk of Sapiti. And he's aboard via base on balls for the first time today. Has reached in four consecutive plate appearances. Luke Anderson, who singled home a run on his last plate appearance in the seventh. Bats now in the eighth. And he's the tying run. 10-7 ball game. Tying run to the plate. Two out. Luke Anderson looking for his first home run of the year still. If he gets it here, we'll have a tie ball game. Empty count and two out and two on. Tate Gamble on third. He doubled and then tagged on a sack fly by Deming to deep right. Austin Deming, by the way, with his sixth multiple RBI game today. Five RBIs on the day. And it's his eighth multi-hit game. Sapiti's got nine multi-hit games, and he just found himself at first base after a base on ball. So runners on the corners for Luke Anderson. Two gone, two on. Tying run to the plate. Stripes that to center. It'll be a one-hop base hit. It'll score a run and bring the go-ahead run to the plate. The tying run's now at first. RBI single in back-to-back plate appearances for Luke Anderson. Single to center. Drive zone, Tate Gamble. 10-8 is our score. Sapiti to second. And Anderson at first after a base hit up the middle. Jacob Wilk is due. Hitless today, 0 for 2 with two bases on balls. Runner on first, Anderson. Runner on second, Sapiti. Anderson is the tying run. The go-ahead run is at the plate in Jacob Wilk. Of his last six hits, three are home runs. Four homers on the year for Wilk. He can tie this game with a single swing. It's 0-1, though, to Wilk with two gone, two on. Throw back to second. A lob throw as jogging back casually as Sapiti. Ryan Wiltsey on the hill. Third Ryan to pitch today for St. Mary's, and they have one more available. Ryan Torque began the game. Ryan Sanders replaced him. Three pitchers later, Ryan Wiltsey. And you know that Ryan Spolero is just wondering if his time will come today as well. And get four pitching Ryans in the same game. Wouldn't that be something? The 0-1 prompts a mound visit. St. Mary's 10, BYU 8. An eventful 7th and 8th innings. St. Mary's in the top of the 7th with 2. BYU 2 in the bottom of the inning. St. Mary's 4 in the top of the 8th. And so far, BYU 2 in the bottom of the inning. 10-8, Gales lead it. And the Cougs have a tying run aboard here in the bottom of the 8th inning. Ryan Wiltsey is 0-1 to Jacob Wilk. And a mound visit underway and a conversation between coach and home plate umpire right now on the hill.
call to the pen is being made. So, PZ Pratt's a pitching change for St. Mary's. We'll take a one-minute break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, Sam Back stays on the hill for BYU here into the ninth inning. BYU's third pitcher of the day went Mason Olson, Jake Porter, Sam Beck. First batter he faces is Nick Mistoni to lead off the top of the ninth. And we now have snowfall here at Miller Park. The sleet has turned to snow, and the white flakes swirl around the playing surface here in Provo. Top of the ninth, St. Mary's 10 and BYU 8. St. Mary's has not lost testing, a game testing, when taking one, two, a St. Mary's has not lost a game when taking a lead to the ninth. And BYU has not won a game when trailing into the ninth. One ball, one strike to Mistoni. Foul tip, roll to the screen. One and two. Mistoni today. Three for four with a run scored and three RBI. As I noted before, he had one RBI on the year coming in two today, the one-two. Takes low and away for ball two. Two balls, two strikes to the DH, Nick Mistoni. He had five hits on the season. On the season, he has three today. Now the snow lightening up a little bit, but it's still coming down. And this could be the order of the day tomorrow as well. We'll see how things proceed. A swing and a miss on the off speed. Change up from Sam Beck. Gets Mistoni out in front. He goes down swinging. And one gone for St. Mary's here in the top of the ninth inning. St. Mary's 10, BYU 8, Blake McDonald. A 1-4-4 day today. Scored a run in the eighth after reaching on an error in right field. That was kind of a, a floodgate situation in the eighth. Four scored for the Gales as the Kooks had an E9 followed by an E5 that let things kind of unspool. Went from 6-6 to 10-6. Cougars answer with two to make it 10-8. That's where we are here, top nine. BYU in trailing after eight is 0-8. And, and St. Mary's when leading after eight is 5-0. and o. Mentioned earlier, they had not won a game all year when trailing after just three innings. And they were down after three today by a score of 4-3. to three. They were 0-7 after the first third of the game went behind. Two balls and a strike now. Fouled out of play. Two balls and a strike to McDonald. A half wave, but he holds back for ball three. Three balls, one strike, one out, no one on here, top nine. St. Mary's 10 and BYU 8. BYU in one or two run games are one and seven on the year. The 3 1. That's fouled to the netting. Behind home plate, three balls, two strikes. The count is full to McDonald. McDonald today flew out to left in the first, doubled him stranded in the third, lined out to short in the sixth, and reached on the E9 and scored in the eighth. Three balls, two strikes, one out, and no one on for St. Mary's top nine. And punched out looking is Blake McDonald. A forward K, followed by a backward K. And two gone for St. Mary's here. Top ninth at Miller Park. 
Jared Medham takes strike one from Sam Beck. Met him today. An 0 for 4 day. With a run scored. No balls, two strikes. Back quickly to Metem. Jared Metem, the shortstop out of the eight hole. Cooks face a two run deficit in the bottom of the ninth. At least a two run deficit. They can get out of the top. That's in the dirt away for ball one. One ball, two strikes. One and two. That'll be grounded into left center for a two-out single by Jared Medham. So Medham with his first hit of the day. And two are away for Seth Nager at the bottom of the order here, the nine-hole hitter. St. Mary's 10 and BYU 8. The Gales have their 14th hit of the day. Those 14 hits surmounting to 10 runs. BYU 12 hits for eight runs. The Cougs have the only two errors of the day. Another multi-error day for BYU. The Cougs now up to 37 errors to 13 for the opponents on the year. A nearly 3-to-1 error ratio. And that is suboptimal. Called strike by Beck to Seth Nager. Beck rubs the ball on this damp day. His breath showing on the hill. Cold, snowy. Late in the afternoon, we approach 6 o'clock and nearly three hours of game length here. Game one of a three-game set, a scheduled three-game set. A lot of snow in the forecast for tomorrow. We'll cross fingers on game two. No balls and a strike to Nager. Two out, one on. And that's the same place. Five, six-hole single to left field. Cole Gamble sees it go under his glove. Cooper Vest backs him up. The throw to second gets away as the runner comes home. So Meadow makes it all the way from first around third to home as Nager had a simple single to left field, and it was bobbled in left field. They're going to call a single in advance, probably an error in the outfield, and that will be the third of the day if they judge it that way. Either way, another run scores 11-8 St. Mary's as Nager finds himself at second, and scoring on the play is Meadow. So bad to worse here in the ninth for BYU. They were... Quickly through the first two batters on strikeouts. Then Metem singles. And then Nager follows with another single that was mishandled in left center. And coming away to coming all the way around was Metem. That's a fly to right field. Jer- uh, Brian Sapiti on it and makes the catch at the line. That will get the Cougs out of the inning. But St. Mary's scores a run on two hits. There was an error. And there was one left on. We go bottom nine. Cougs down to their final three outs, trailing by three, 11 to eight on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Well, BYU playing for its first ninth inning comeback win of the season. will have to make up a three-run deficit here in the bottom of the ninth. St. Mary's 11 and BYU 8 is our score. Cougs down to their final three outs. Cooper Vest will be the first Cougar batter here in the ninth. Seven, eight, and nine hitters due up for BYU. Gales 11, Cougars 8. St. Mary's 11 runs on 15 hits. BYU 8 runs on 12 hits. Cougs were out hit on Tuesday, but one. They're being out hit today and losing by three. Snow continues to fall here at Miller Park in Provo. Called strike by home plate umpire Heath Jones. And the offering from Ryan Wiltsey. Wiltsey's been good since coming in out of the pen. 
I beg your pardon, Damazonio, having replaced Wiltsey. Damazonio, the latest pitcher for St. Mary's. The 0-1. Lifted opposite field down the third baseline. It will land just foul. Sliding attempt made by Coleman Schmidt and missing it there, but be a long strike. So no balls, two strikes to BYU's left fielder, Cooper Vest. His hit streak is now seven games after singling and scoring in the third. BYU had a 4-3 lead after three. That's the last lead BYU had. That's inside, nearly hit Cooper Vest. It dives out of the way of, steps back out of the way of 0-2 to now one ball, two strikes. So 1-2 to Vest. Cooks led 4-3 after 3. It was 4-4 after 5. 6-6 after 7. 10-8 after 8. And now 11-8 to the bottom of the ninth. So Cooks just the one lead on the day. 4-3 through the third and fourth innings. The 1-2 to Vest. Cooks try to rally here in the ninth. And that is striped out on the ground. Foul down the first baseline. Count will stay 1-2. and two. It's gone from a two-run game to a three-run game with that single in the ninth scoring Medham. A single of Nager and a slight mishandle in left center, allowing a run to score. The 1-2. Check swing and appeal. No dice and 2-2 two and two the count. Two balls, two strikes. Fastball at 89 from Damazonio. So BYU's allowed double digits for the tenth time this year. BYU 1 and 8 previously when allowing 10 runs or more. That's in around the belt buckle for ball 3. Count full to Vest. This game nearly 3 hours old. And again the 7th, 8th and ninth innings have gotten away from BYU defensively. BYU's been outscored 7-4 to four here in the 7th, 8th and ninth innings. A swing and a miss from Vest. And one is down here in the bottom of the ninth. Cooks down to their final two outs. So in the seventh, ninth, seventh, eighth, and ninth innings this year, BYU's been outscored 57 to 31 to this point. That's a pretty substantial late inning disadvantage. Chad Call, left-handed bat in the eight hole. Cook's down 3-1 out, and the base is clear. The skies are not clear. They're dropping snow on the field here at Larry H. Miller Field, but this heated surface will not allow it to stick. Pitch count winds down from 20 on John Damazonio, the sixth Gales pitcher today, the 1-0 to call. High and outside. Ball 2, 2-0 with one gone and no one on. BYU has not homered today, and that would end a 12-game home run streak if they don't get one here in the bottom of the ninth. And BYU's not won a game when they haven't homered this year. They've only had four games without, without a home run, but they lost all four of them. Cougs been on a home run tear of late. Two balls and a strike, one out. And the base is clear. Every player's breaths now show in the frigid air as count goes to 3-1. Fastball missing down and in at 90 miles an hour. 
Three balls and a strike to Chad Call, the shortstop. And that is a five-pitch walk. Call. He'll take his base with one gone here in the bottom of the ninth. The Cougs remain alive with Parker Goff being pinch hit for, and look who it is, Cole Gamble. Trent Pratt said in our pregame that uh, Cole Gamble could be available to pinch hit. And here comes your pinch hit opportunity. Cole Gamble in the bottom of the ninth. He'll pinch hit for Parker Goff in the bottom of the ninth inning. So Cole Gamble will step in against John Damazonio. Cole Gamble is BYU's runs leader on the year with 22. He's batting 297 on the season. And 469 slugging. He bats 241 with runners on, and he's got a runner on. That's Chad Call at first. Cole Gamble pinch hit bottom nine, hitting out of the nine hole. You won't see Cole often here in this spot. One out, one on. Cougs down three, 11 to eight, and a called strike as Cole Gamble looks back to the home plate umpire, Heath Jones, and says, I say that's inside, and Jones had it on the inside part of the frame, but in the zone for strike one. 0-1 to Cole. Nearly brushed the belt buckle, gets away from the catcher, will allow Call to reach scoring position. So on the wild pitch, Call goes to second, and the count goes to one and one. And now the top of the order is up after Cole Gamble. Ozzie Pratt and Tate Gamble do up. BYU looking to rally. The Cougs looking for their first comeback, ninth inning comeback win of the year. BYU 0-8 when trailing after 8 before today. And they're alive with one out and one on. Call takes a lead at second. Gamble takes the barrel off the shoulder but holds back on ball two. Oh, what are they? Nope. They late, they late called strike on that. It must, was it an appeal? A successful appeal on the check? That's what it was, one and two. That went from two and one to one and two on the check. One ball, two strikes to gamble. The snow falls, the pitch in and low for ball two. BYU in the all-white uniforms. And St. Mary's on this gray day, the all-gray for the Gales. The gray matching the sky and the white for BYU matching the snow. The 2-2 with one out and one on. 11-8, Kooks down. Reach out opposite field. Lifted into left. Schmidt makes the catch for the second out. Retreating is called to second base. And the fly out to left. Two are gone for Ozzie Pratt. Top of the order. BYU's Ozzie Pratt will hit in a game the Kooks trail 11-8. The tying runs on deck. Chad Call, a one-out walk. Cole Gamble, fly out to left. And now Ozzie Pratt. On an 0-for-4 day with a run scored. Bats with his team trailing 11-8. Swing and a miss for Ozzie. Fastball at 88 from Damazonio. BYU 4-1 at home until today. Let's see if they can find a way to stay in this inning here. The 0-1 with two gone. And two swings and misses for Pratt and Damazonio. One strike away from ending this one and giving St. Mary's a Caesar a series opening win. 
BYU's allowed 10-plus 10 times this year. This is the 10th, 11-8 Gales. The 0-2, and the swing and the miss, and that'll do it. Strikeout of Ozzie Pratt for BYU in the ninth. No runs, no hits. There were no errors. A runner was left on. St. Mary's 11, and BYU 8 is our final. Postgame coverage starts next. You're on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.